Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 66 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on December 27th, 2021. I am your host, Leap and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And uh, as with all the films that we talk about on this podcast, uh, we uh, issue a Customary spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. If you have a spoiler this movie. on a movie from 1987, four. 84. So yeah, you know, get with it, bro or Gal. madam. Yeah. All right. So uh, or they hope everybody had a good Christmas. Yes. Um. Let, merry late Christmas and happy almost New Year. Yes. In just a few days. Oh, my God. Disgusting. <laughs> It'll uh, be our very own Lee's birthday soon. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. The big 2-9. <laughs> you have to say it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, every time I every time I hear it and every time, uh, you know, the day just keeps getting closer, I'm just like, uh, I want to throw up. You start relating more and more with the gremlins. I'm going to become one one day. <laughs> you definitely will. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. The uh, the film that I chose for this week was the uh, the 80s classic uh, Gremlins from 1984. Another movie from 1984. We recently uh, talked about the Terminator, the original Terminator, from, and that film was released in 1984. Mm. So... You know, nineteen eighty four was a crazy year, and <laughs> so crazy, in fact, that uh, this movie and Ghostbusters were released on the same day. That's ridiculous. Yeah, two eighties classics, iconic, like pretty much like the films you kind of think of. These films and Back to the you gotta Future. You got to think like not a, lot, not a lot of movies were coming out back then. Like exactly, that's why we had. And to the only watch. way to watch movies was to see what was out. Exactly. And this movie was a surprisingly, like, like huge hit. Like, I'm, I was really shocked when I saw how much this movie was, how much this movie really grossed. It was over 200 million. For 80, 1984, that's insane. It blew Terminator out of the water. Oh, for sure. Well, that was like a $13 million thing. This is a movie produced by fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah, this I guess has got... I guess in 1984, even. No, this has got Amblin money behind it. Yeah. This is like, you know, fucking peak Spielberg period we're talking about. Yeah. Like, this is when he's becoming, like, the Spielberg that we know today, like, the household name. I guess it needed the money for to have those animatronics. Yeah, because, oh my God. Well, we'll talk the about The early CGI and all that shit. It's stop motion. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about Gremlins. Um, it's the story of a <laughs> a man who is a really like goofy inventor, but all of his inventions are either things that kind of exist already, but he just made adds them worse. Something to it that just makes, makes it not it work <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or just makes something that just is doesn't need to awful exist. and doesn't need to exist. And it's barely even about him. No, you it's about think his, like boring ass son. I like. Well, okay, we'll like, get to him like, in just I'm a second. I'm a banker, and just like this made no reason why I look sixteen. I'm a banker. <laughs> Come on, and most of this movie will take place in a high school, even though I'm he not at in the high town school. Bank, it's a small town. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So uh, this man goes to uh, Chinatown. Um, to look for, I guess, a last-minute Christmas gift. Yeah, what a good spot. <laughs> and uh, he uh, encounters... Also tries to peddle his crap. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, I think that's why he's there. And he's also there to get a Christmas gift. Or no. No, I think he's just there to peddle his No, he's there shit. to get a last Christmas gift, but he's like also... Yeah, you never just, miss out on an opportunity to pull your. He's kind of like a traveling like salesman. He's always for like, his own crap. 
Yeah, he's always like pitching this shit. He's going to conventions. The big thing he's invented right now and he's pushing is this like utility thing that's like basically a giant utility knife. Pocket yeah. knife. Yeah. It's stupid. It is. <laughs> it's unnecessary things like brushing your teeth. Uh, yeah, he's just like, he's kind of a random character, sort of. He is, and you can tell he's just like, I don't want to be in this movie. Not even a little bit. <laughs> but he's the narrator. I know, like, everyone else in the movie, I'm not saying is, everyone else in the movie wants to be there. They're all given their all, I, I, I'll give you that. But that character just felt like he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm here. It does, he, when he, yeah. And I don't really want to be here. I'm here because and really, there's unlimited bagels and donuts in the morning. Really, everything that happens in the film is... is he's at home his, and reading a newspaper while it's happening. He doesn't no, he's notice... Off, and, he's off, like, traveling. Yeah, for no reason, he just takes the dog. Awesome. Well, because the dog got, like, strung up in a tree. Well, when we're going... Let's uh, back up a little bit. Um, yeah. So this guy, uh, he, he's going into this uh, this little shop, and uh, he meets this uh, shop owner. It's kind of a stereotypical <laughs> Chinese man, a little bit. Yeah, mystical Chinese man. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah. It's a little uh, yellow, yellow face, kind of. I am a Chinese owner. This is my <laughs> shop of many old and honorable things. <laughs> and so he... Uh, and I'm young and hip, like Asian, first Asian generation. American. Like, no, the second generation American kid. I wear a New York Yankees cap. My grandpa's stupid. We're trying to make money. <laughs> our so store is weird creature that doesn't exist. Our shop's anywhere. gonna close if we don't make a sale. So he's the uh, this the guy fucking sees uh, this little creature inside this cage, and he's like, "Whoa, what's this?" You know, and the shop owner's like, "No, not for <laughs> not for sale." And uh, the guy's like, "Oh, well, all right," and he <laughs> walks out. And uh, his little uh, grandson uh, runs up to him and goes, "Hey, meet me in the back alley at this blah 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 blah," and they make a little shady deal to uh, purchase a little creature. So this guy brings this creature home. And the kid, wait, you forgot the kid gave him some rules. Oh, of course, he explains the three rules uh, for these for this creature, uh, how to take care of it. Uh, don't, don't expose it to sunlight because it'll kill it. Don't expose it to like light at all. Really. Don't expose it to light at all because it'll burn it. Don't feed it after midnight. Don't feed it after midnight. And don't get it wet. And don't get it wet. All the things that eventually makes happen. you think like what would happen if you they fed uh, Gizmo after midnight? Would it be like super strong? Well, there was uh, there's. A little bit of trivia, I guess. Um, in the original draft, uh, Gizmo, the little creature, the little mogwai that has been adopted by the Peltzer family, um, was originally going to be the main gremlin that was going or was going to turn into the main gremlin called Stripe. Oh, that would have been stupid. But you know whose idea? It was to keep uh, Gizmo as the cute little uh, mascot. Uh huh. Toys. He knew exact. Well, of course, and he knew exact, and he knew that audiences wanted this cute little. Uh, yeah, they creature. wanted one of them to cheer for. Yeah, and I think that would have been kind of like. Meh. It was. It would have made it more into a horror movie. It was actually intended it to be a little bit more of a horror movie, but this was the time. You look very sleepy. Well, isn't that my forever state? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let you in a secret. I'm always sleepy. Yeah, so anyways, this was the time... <laughs> this is the time where uh, horror and comedy were starting to be... were starting to get mixed together more commonly. Yeah, a black guy gets his eight face eaten off. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of other like kind of crazy 
yeah, shenanigans happen. Probably get killed and you don't even know. But it's a little bit more comical. That scene's trying to be a little bit scary, I guess. Um. So, yeah, the the writer of this film, Chris Columbus, who would eventually become yeah. a director in his own right, and change his own name. He didn't. Should have. Well, you know what, <laughs> you know what films he's directed though. What? Some of the most profitable, successful movies of all time: Home Alone, mm. Home Alone Two, mm. Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, mm. Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets. Mm. Uh, yeah, some big movies Is from our it? childhood. Some other ones that I'm not thinking of. Anything recent? No, he's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, lifetime, no. <laughs> not a lifetime, but uh, nothing worthwhile. Netflix episode here and there. Maybe a Netflix movie, something. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Chris Columbus was a pretty successful uh, filmmaker in his own right. He wrote a lot of scripts. He, yeah, he started off as a screenwriter. Um, Yeah. He intended this movie, I guess, in the beginning to be more of a horror movie. But, uh, of course... You know, when you bring other people involved, and you get other people involved, uh, things kind of change. Corporate. A little bit, yeah. And also the director, Joe Dante. True. Uh, it's his vision. Yes. Um, It's a very <laughs> weird vision. Yeah, this, this, this movie makes no sense. The rules... <laughs> And all, and just like, and just like the delivery, of just the delivery of some of the scenes, like just out of nowhere, the the, the woman's just like, my what? dad died in a chimney. Like oh, what the fuck? Like there's, there's it's these, so these, random. These yeah. serious, like, and she's like doesn't care. And she's it's supposed to well, like be something that marks her, makes her all. She's just like, yeah. And then we went and ate pop tarts, and it's like it's just like <laughs> it didn't even give a fuck. Like no, it's like, and that's how I don't, and that's why I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Or no, that's how I learned Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, it's like a, such a fucked up way for you to lose <laughs> your dad, find out Santa Claus isn't real, and she gives it in so, like a deadpan voice, and you're also like, where is this coming from? They're just like, yeah, they're just like... Tr- they're- it it, it should have been like, and then I saw my dad kissing uh, uh, my aunt in the Santa costume. Not he's in the chimney, blah, blah, <laughs> died instantly. Blah, dead. Rotting. He's been rotting in the chimney. The fuck? <laughs> well, uh, a little note about that scene is that uh, Steven Spielberg did not like it. Did not like that scene. None of the like other producers like that it? scene because this was the time where they were like, "If this is what the filmmaker wants, okay." So they really hated that scene of her doing that too. Yeah, they didn't like it because it doesn't fit the movie. No, it doesn't. But for and it's way too dark of but, a backstory. But Joe Dante thinks it does because he thinks that it. It's just too back of a. This p- is the like the thing that sort of makes it a comedy horror movie. It's just way too dark of a backstory for like this like peppy friendly bartender girl. Who also didn't she also work like at the, the dad bank? could died in the Santa costume, but does he have to die and rot in the chimney? It is really fucked up. It could have been like, oh, he went to get his Christmas presents and then got in a car accident. Or he went to go get some some eggnog on Christmas Day and got in a... Like, it could have been something like that. And, like, that was the day I found out Christmas wasn't real. Like, no, it was... (laughs) What's that smell? Smells like shit. And then Chimney Street. Oh, shit, what the fuck? Her father's rotting corpse in a Santa Santa Claus. He sat there four days. Like, what the fuck? Thank God he died instantly. Like, if they had made it even darker, that's like he'd been alive for most of that time. Oh, my God. That would just be horrible. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he died an hour before we found him. Like, wow. And then it's like, it's so weird because, yeah, it kind of happens when uh, they're in the middle of being chased by the gremlins. She goes, let me tell you why I don't believe this hand. It's like, like, Billy, Billy. Do you not see what's going on? He's like, Billy Pelton's like, come on, let's go. (laughs) Stop cold for this story. And then he's just like, "That's sad." All and right, then they go. keep moving on and never acknowledge it again. And then he and like <laughs> gets her a Christmas present. She's like, "I believe in Christmas again." And then like they kiss. Like and it's like, it's "All right, h- fuck you." It's hilarious. Uh, they make fun of that moment in the sequel. 
Is she in the sequel? Yeah. She is. <laughs> That's funny. So is uh, Zach Galligan. Uh, how do they Peltzer. make fun of it? Uh, because she's like trying to tell another kind of like sad story, and somebody just cuts her off. Oh, it's not the time for that. <laughs> okay, that's good. Is it a different director? No, it's the same director. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. The second one, I think, I don't know, you might like the second one, because it kind of makes fun of the first one, and it just, it's completely just balls to the wall, just like, Gremlins is running around every, there's like the, all these different variations of Gremlins, there's a pretty. It's got a pretty big budget, um, so the effects are better. It's like 1990 at this point, um, and it just, it's just a spoof. It it's has nothing to do with this with this movie basically, and that's exactly what Joe Dante wanted. But we'll I talk about that movie one day. If you show it to me, I will, because I actually really like the second one. I like both of these movies. They're both different, and that's kind of what I like about them. Very just, like, weird. That's what you in every movie. Like, what? Fuck, Lee, can you just ever be mainstream? Like, you always got to be. Well, this was mainstream. I like it because it's different. Are you a bastard in a basket? A bastard in a basket? Yes, I am. Well, Lee, you can drink my milkshake. <laughs> that movie will, those quotes will go down in infamy for this podcast of course yeah this movie it, it, it is it's just that's what that's what I don't like about it is that, it's is that there's me. like there's a plot but like who gives a fuck and <laughs> it's just not it's just craziness and it's just I just I, I love that I the, love the, the main s- girl is very cute and you do you like you don't like their romance? I don't like the main dude. He's so like. Just, I like Billy. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm Billy, and I'm just oh no, I like my dad. No, my dog, and he's just like Gizmo. Should, like he's such a bitch. His mom's the badass fucking dual wielding oh, yeah. Viking. There's a scene where he can't even kill one gremlin. He kills a bunch of them because someone else sets it up, and he blows them all up. But, like, his mom takes on, like, six, seven gremlins by herself, dual-wielding kitchen knives, slaughters them. Yeah. And only gets taken out by one, and, like, and then he can't even kill that one. It escapes, and it could have been ended right there. But he's a dumb piece of shit. Yeah. You want to know another thing? That that scene was was badass. That was, like, my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. I I figured you would like that. But you want to know something about... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the original script again. Uh, yes, she was. <laughs> she was going to uh, get killed by the gremlins. That's what I thought was going to happen. And Billy Peltzer was going to come home, and her head was going to roll down the stairs. See, that's way too fucked up. But again, they wanted to make it more into a, a comedy. But even Spielberg was or, probably like, no, no, no we need like we to- want kids to see this. That's going to bring in all the money. We want families. Yeah, the families aren't going to see this if there's heads rolling around. No, this isn't that kind of... Yeah, it shouldn't be that kind of horror movie. Yeah, because then they're not like even funny. It's just like, that's horrific. This is, sort, this is kind of almost sort of the same tone as Ghostbusters. No, it's not. Yeah. Ghostbusters has a plot and actually funny humor and Have you seen great acting. I'm just asking. I never really, I didn't think you were a fan of it. Uh, uh, I always say the Have I ever seen the Fosters? Yes, I love Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> no. Yes, I've seen uh, fucking Ghostbusters. Everyone's seen Ghostbusters that likes movies. Oh, yeah. Um... And yeah, like Ghostbusters has great acting. It does. This movie does not have great acting. That uh, the Ghostbusters has a great plot. This movie has no plot. Uh, this movie, I mean, Ghostbusters. I will admit, I like Ghostbusters better. Ghostbusters has, I don't know, it's just yeah, it's more entertaining. Ghostbusters. I don't think is it, like, Ghostbusters is weird, but because it's dealing with like 
ghost busting. Like, it's not like weird and because it's like, it's got, look at the gremlins <laughs> taking a shower and one of them's like Jay Leno for some reason. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> one of them's a woman? Yeah, like this randomly, like there's like characters. Like, why? Stripe. Like, the why? Leader, the leader's name is Stripe. Because it's fun. Most of them are just going, like, are just regular gremlins it's going, so rah, 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 but then. It's so fun. But they don't I give any them. context to why they're like that. I know if you did watch this movie, if you just like randomly like flip channels and you were just like caught the middle of this movie, you would have been like, "Oh, there must be this whole part I'm missing that explains the why most gremlins are just regular gremlins, but it looks like some of them are like have more intelligence." Dress up, yeah. Some of them do have more intelligence, (laughs) and they have characters like, and they take on personas and shit. And then, yeah, some of them are like just mindless. I think creatures. it'd be kind of cool to make Grim- uh, Gizmo a gremlin, but like he'd still have to be like a good gremlin, like a super. I don't know about super. He just maybe even like just like. Eh, I don't know. I like a cute fuzz, the cute little fuzzy Gizmo. Okay, yeah. Everybody, I just pointed over to my cute and fluffy dog, who just literally laid on a pillow like a human being. And the podcast is over. Uh, no. But yes, Gizmo is very cute. I, I, I don't like... think so. Really? One, he looks like a little monkey, and I don't like little monkeys. And I think he's adorable. I don't know. He's just got this weird little old man face. I don't like little old men things. I don't like little old men. I don't find little old men cute. Some people do, and like little old things. I don't find old things cute. I don't think he looks old. I just think he's a little cute little Furby thing. It's weird. He's cute. Howie Mandel. Are weird. <laughs> Howie Mandel does the voice for which is so random. That's the only good thing about him. That's so weird and random. And then uh, you have a pretty uh, seasoned voice actor named Frank Welker doing the voice of Stripe, and I think probably just doing the voices for all the other Gremlins. Probably because that was his thing. He. he could do animal noises. He was the voice of Starscream on the Transformers show, the 80s Transformers show. Being a uh, voice actor is so cool. I wish I had more manipulation of my voice. I hate my voice. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's so high-pitched and just <laughs> douchebagly. Douchey. It's like, ugh. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, this movie is just kind of all over the place. But I think it still has somewhat of a structure. You know, the whole thing is just, you know, it's about these creatures overrunning the town. and But only one person in the entire town can do anything. It's like a B-movie. It's like an old B-movie. It's like, uh, like the blob. With a $40 million budget. That's what Spielberg was doing. That's what Jaws is. And is Jaws. Jaws not a masterpiece. This movie's not a masterpiece. Yeah, don't even dare. <laughs> but I, I've always really admired. But Jaws isn't a B movie either. But it, it kind of is. Like the plot. It would have been a B so, movie. Is, is it like the sequel to Jaws is a B movie? All the sequels. Because there's like terrible. You got the teens and the boobs, and the, that makes it a B movie. The first one's like. Children are being eaten alive, and like and when the one serious- girl, the one nude girl you see die, it's horrific. Like, and you know it's a you know you got the three, not a fun scene, and you got the three guys on the boat. One of them tells a a bone chilling story, and then he gets ah ah, he, just gets, <laughs> he gets eaten alive. <laughs> the only thing he does is stab its eye a couple times. Like he's fucking <laughs> yeah, it's a real horror movie. Um, but it's also it's got a B movie plot. It's about a monstrous creature attacking. I feel like the, the execution made it not a B movie, but okay. of course it's. Executed and then Gremlins was like made to be a B movie, then was executed like a B movie, but with a <laughs> with a you know with an A movie producer, an A list budget. I don't know, Spiel- for the eighties, Spielberg saw something in it. I didn't think he was. He wa- saw toys. <laughs> Lee, you're thinking like he thought some grand plan about fucking gremlins? No, some guy came no. to one of his exe- like friends was like, hey, dude, you want to make a bunch of fucking money? And he was like, am I Steven Spielberg? 
And then he was like, all right. Can my Steven Spielberg? You want to make a movie that, like, no effort, but kids are going to buy the toys like a motherfucker? No effort. And he's there like, was you're right. There was some effort. The only effort went in the stop motion. And then. And the animatronics? Yes. Puppet, the puppets? That's 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 where you got me. Um, and, yeah, they probably sold buttfuck ton of toys and fluffies and plushies and shit like that. Little things with suction cups on their thing. They make fun of that in the sequel. I don't think Spielberg was the producer of the sequel. Maybe that's why. I think that Joe Dante and Spielberg kind of had a falling out along with another director that he was working with at the time. They were all working on the Twilight Zone movie. That never came? No, it was made, but uh, there's a horrible, horrible accident associated with it that cost the lives of three people. And that also caused a falling out between Spielberg and the director of that particular segment, um, who was also the director of a lot of films that we love, like Trading Places and Coming to America. Why? John Landis. Why, why, why did Spielberg blame him for it? It was kind of his fault. I mean, he was kind of just going really ham and just kind of... What happened? I don't know if I want to go into that right just now. How'd they die? Just tell me how they died. A helicopter accident. So they're doing like a helicopter that. scene? Yeah, it takes place... This segment takes place in like Vietnam. Um, and this guy has to save these two children. Um, oh, the children that died? Yes. Okay, now I get it. Yeah. I'm surprised his career wasn't ruined from it. Oh, this guy's career basically was... Well, no, it actually it wasn't because he was able to make... Trading Places. Yeah, he made a f- quite a few other movies, and those and the those movies bombing are what <laughs> ruined his <laughs> career. So yeah. it's like he basically Not killing he got his uh, comeuppance, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, I admire that director's films. I guess uh, that's a different director, but I guess you know Joe Dante kind of stuck with John Lanta, uh John Landis, and those two are still friends. So I think. You know, that's kind of why. It's funny. They probably made fun of the toys, and then the the studio or the corporate behind them was like, yeah, that's funny, but we're still going to sell a lot of toys, right? I don't know if they made toys for Gremlins. Oh, I too. think they probably, probably made toys. Yeah, they're making toys now, but like for nostal- the nostalgia yeah. market. Um, yeah. What is there? There's... I guess there's not a whole lot to talk about with this movie. I just think... No, this is like a dark man for you. Not exactly. I think this is a little better than that. But it's just such a weird movie. I was oh, I was just like kind of laughing. You were super into it. I was just kind of laughing a this lot. Is, this is, Lee loved this movie, I could tell. I loved it. You kept saying you loved this movie. I love the I kept, gremlins. I kept hearing you say it under your, you kept saying it over and over. I love this movie. I love this movie. You said it like 15 times through the movie. You're like, God, I love this movie. And you just kept saying that. Like something would happen. You're like, oh man, I love this movie. And, like, and I kept going like, what? <laughs> no, I think it was just like, I love the gremlins. Every scene with the gremlins. Which is there the movie. So you love the movie. <laughs> Not the movie. They don't really show up until like halfway through. But you liked Gizmo. Of course. And he but shows Gizmo's up not doing like crazy ass shit. Like shooting people. <laughs> shooting at people. Terrible. <laughs> and they're in the movie theater and they're watching fucking uh, Snow White. Yeah, they're all and they're singing, singing the song. It. It's great. It's I so know. bizarre. I know. I know. I love it. All right, yeah. See, <laughs> like, you just fucking said it, you fucking goob. You're a damn goober luber. It's just, it's a really fun movie for me. I can just, it's like kind of a it's comfort another movie. another Lee movie, definitely. It's kind of a comfort movie for me. I could just kind of sit back. It's a Christmas movie. Just so it kind of has that, it has that kind of warm Christmassy glow. Yeah, one of them dresses it. up like Santa. And what? It, yeah, it did. and they and attack they all blow Santa up. Claus. They all blow up and burn to death. <laughs> they all attack Santa, too. Remember that? Yeah. He's like, that, that, and they that, just, the cops are like, let's get the fuck out of here. And then they die. Yeah. <laughs> what a fun kids movie. I know, right? Family movie. 
for the 80s. You know, this movie and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom were the reasons why the PG-13 rating was invented. Good. It was Spielberg's idea, of course. Why? Why was it his idea? Yeah, why would they want to create it? I, mean, I was just kidding. It's stupid. But why did they do it? Well, because there was like kind of a Basically debate. Like the G rating. No, there was sort of this debate. Like, well, these movies are so violent. They're like violent, but they're not so violent like that they could oh, be was rated it to keep R. Keep them from being rated R. Yeah. Exactly. It but it's like you can still bring your seven-year-old if you really wanted to. Yeah, because it's still, you know, it's Batman or Spider-Man or Ghostbusters, Gremlins. But then, like, eventually it led to the death of the G-Moot rating. <laughs> yeah. Movies are not rated G anymore, except for the most... Hardly. Ran- like, most random, like... like and a lot of movies movie. that were rated G when we were growing up would be rated PG now. Yeah, I guess. Everything's PG. I mean, most things are PG-13. PG's dying. Yeah, I'd hardly see anything that's PG I don't, I anymore. Don't, I guess once you get over the age <laughs> of 18, you don't even pay attention to ratings. Not really. It doesn't apply anymore. Because you can, I think... Especially once you get to the age where you don't get carded anymore. Yeah, because I think 18, you can go see our rated movie. Or yeah. I think it's 17. 17, but uh, with an ID. And yeah. Then. And then, yeah, 18, whatever. You can go see titties on the screen. It's fine. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so random. Like, I, I don't even think about ratings back then, but I remember being, when you're a high school student, you really think about them because it determines if you can go see the movie with a parent or not. Yeah. It was weird. I saw a lot of... Weirdly enough, I saw a lot of R-rated movies in the theater with my dad when I was a kid. I saw, like, one. I saw one, 40-Year-Old Virgin. I saw uh, Team America. That's hilarious. That was... Uh, what an experience. Watching 40-year-old Virgin with my mom was an experience, but a good one. It was hilarious. Packed theater. No, last two seats. Too. I wasn't. No, you were molested by a priest there. No. But me and my mom laughed so... The whole theater was shaking with laughter. <laughs> that movie was, like, huge when it came out. 40-year-old Virgin. That shit yeah. was hilarious. It was crazy. because like, wait, what? What is this? It kind of just like came out of nowhere. Yeah, like Steve Carell, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd. Nobody really knew who they were at that point. Well, I think Steve Judd Car- Apatow makes a movie, right? He was the director. He was, yeah, it was like was the, the start f- of Judd Apatow. That like era. Shit. Yeah, because he has like knocked up after this, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I also love. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about those movies. I know. I wanted to talk about some good Okay, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Goodness gracious. Like, Lee doesn't shit on my movies, but... Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I didn't shit on your last movie. Well, that was a good movie. I don't always shit on the movies I like. I didn't shit on Bastard in a Basket. You still didn't like it. I liked Bastard in a Basket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, like, I liked him. <laughs> well, of course. Like how you liked the Gremlins. Jesus, Lee. Nobody heard that. And if you did, forget it. <laughs> These are not the boobs you're looking for. Boobity boobity boop. All right. Well, well, I guess it's time for that. Or is it? Is it question mark time? Well, huh? What? What? Questions. Questions. Oh God, it's questions. Oh no, questions. There's a question on the horizon. For me. And it's for Lee. It can't be. Lee, here's your first question. When did you first see Gremlins? Uh, this was a movie I think I saw when I was pretty young. Maybe like when I was like, maybe like five or six or seven. Inappropriate, but okay. Was it inappropriate? Inappropriate. This movie would have freaked the fuck out of me. It didn't. I saw Sixth Sense and had to sleep by my mom for an entire year. <laughs> That's funny. That movie fucked me up. No, this movie didn't no, didn't really freak me out. That's so weird. Yeah. I might I think I just rented it randomly when I went to like Hollywood video or Your something. Your dad was probably like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh like Gremlins. And I think he showed me Ghostbusters. Hmm. And yes, I like Ghostbusters more. Good. I guess you know, that maybe if that was your one of your questions, I think I ruined it. No, it wasn't. Um, 
Well, when do you remember, when was it like the time you saw, how old do you think you were when you saw it and you were like, oh, I really like this movie? Probably. And you're not just like a kid. Probably maybe like the second time I saw it. When was that? Maybe when I was like 15, 16. Did you go out of your way to see this movie again or was it just I on? I think I or? caught it. Caught it and on then like you were HBO just like, oh shit, I remember this movie. I really like this movie. It was like around Christmas time, so they were, of course they were showing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I was like, oh, this is a really fun movie. And I just like the little creatures. I like movie. I like eighties movies with good creatures effect, creature effects. Was the only reason you chose this movie uh, because it was Christmas time, or did you? Ha- or does this movie hold like a special place in it with you? I guess it was mostly because it's Christmas time. It. I really like this movie. I think it's a really fun and enjoyable I, movie. I think almost like you have the opposite pro- or like the same problem I have for Halloween. It's hard for me to find Halloween movies, and it's hard for you to find Christmas movies. Yes. But it's easy for me to find Christmas movies, and it's easy for you to find Halloween movies. Because I like horror, and, and I like fluff. Boom. The podcast. That's what it's all about, folks. All right, ramp, 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 ramp. But, uh, yeah, you know, I I really enjoy this movie. It's a fun watch for me. So, yeah. All right. Well, what's your favorite part of the movie then? Oh, boy. Well, I guess, of course, uh, I I got, you know, I love the the puppets and the animatronic creatures. Yeah, that's definitely something you love. I mean, I I like that shit, too. Like, watching them on this, on the big screen, on your TV, I mean. Yeah, my big, uh, nice TV. um, I was like, "Mm, it might not hold up, blah, blah, blah. They might look no, pretty I fake. I never thought it looked like. I mean, obviously, it looks fake, but like. Yeah, but but like it doesn't look to, any worse than any other stop motion movie or something. I mean, for the for the time, this was the top of the line. You gotta judge it for what it is. It's stop motion. Even now, is not much different. You mean CGI? CGI is now what is stop motion was the CGI. I know, but time. I meant like. Well, sometimes they do. People do stop motion even nowadays. Very rarely. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's more of like a genre of its own now, its own niche, or its own thing. Yeah, it might have been like the CGI back in the day, but uh, yeah, like you said. I'm sorry. Like you said, like CGI um, is now what took that place, which is super easier. Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, it's not like uh, Claymate or uh, not Claymate. Stop motion has like evolved. No, it's always just. I mean, so it's always look like that. Well, um, I guess jerkiness. it's pretty interesting because Jurassic Park was basically the movie where CGI replaced stop motion. And the guy who was originally hired to do the effects for that movie uh, was actually trying to innovate a new way of doing stop motion. And they were going to call it Go Motion. And his whole thing... Was that uh, was for for this is for Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, yeah. The whole thing was that uh, they were gonna get rid of motion blur and the jerkiness. It wasn't going to be jerky. He could make it seem fluid somehow. Um, And Spielberg looked at it and he was like, you know, this looks good. But then there was another special effects artist, the guy who was the head of Industrial Light and Magic, which is one of the special effects studios that George Lucas owned, I think, yeah. or started. Uh, as a division of Lucasfilm, I believe. Still is, I think. Yeah. Um, that guy showed, also showed Spielberg a test, and it was of a, I guess it was a like a skeleton uh, a stampede of the, you know, the, the Gallimimus. Yeah. But they were all skeletons. Oh. But uh, Spielberg so was like, So you could see, hmm. like, the... It just looked more real. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, no matter oh. what you do, stop motion's gonna look a little fake, even go motion or whatever. Yeah. And, like, there's... The footage for that exists. It, uh, exists. Where the, all those uh, go motion tests. Hmm. Um, it's pretty interesting. I wonder if that guy went on to like try to pitch it to other people and it just 
Well, um, when he, uh, it's funny how we're talking about Jurassic Park right now, but I guess we're talking about special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, when that guy, he basically kind of got fired, <laughs> but nobody that? told him. But no, 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 no. I mean, nobody, ba- nobody told him he was fired to his face or like that. What he said was like when they said when Spielberg said we're gonna go with CGI, um, he was like, "Oh, like, I guess I'm extinct," and that's where that line in the movie comes from, where uh, you know they're uh, they're going, they're heading into Jurassic Park, and the and Alan Grant's like, "Oh, we're out of a job," and out, uh, Jeff Goldblum runs up and he goes, "Don't you mean extinct?" They got that. For that guy, so he did get fired. Technically, but he was also they kept him on as a a technical advisor. Uh, I guess he was in charge of how the dinosaurs moved. He directed how the dinosaurs were going to move to the visual effects, the new visual effects artists, mm-hmm. the guys who were going to CGI, you know, revolutionize special effects. Basically, Which they did. I mean, CGI was already. Uh, being used at this point, uh, Terminator 2, of course. You're falling asleep. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, I You know, stop motion doesn't bother me, because, yeah, it's a product of its time. It's jarring to me. It's jarring? Because it's always like, uh, it looks uh, really fake. There's only, like, really, like, a couple of I don't of hate scenes. it, but it's really fake. There's only really a couple of scenes. If I saw stop motion movie. nowadays, I'd be like, what the fuck? I feel like it could be used in like a comedy or something. Maybe, yeah, but that'd be like a spoof. I don't know, but again, it would be a lot of work for a spoof. When they remake Gremlins, do you think they'd do stop motion or uh, don't say CGI? Remake. They're going to remake it, you know it. I heard they might do an actual sequel, a direct sequel to the second one. Or maybe even just the first one. But like, what would be a direct sequel? Just like, he comes back? Like, the, the movie ended. Well, you haven't seen the second one. There's a character in that one who could become a major part. No. And yes, bring Billy back. Or focus on his kids, I guess. You do, yeah. You bring him back, he's going to be like, what, 49 years old right now? <laughs> he's already... <this> 67? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe just don't do it. No, you can do it. I don't want a new... No. Make it with gremlins no. on ice. Gremlins on ice. They're already on ice. You know, one of the kind of like holes in this movie is that <laughs> like they're in a town covered yes, in snow. Yes, I remember. They can't get wet, but then they're out playing in the snow and they're getting wet constantly. And you're like, oh, this movie. <laughs> it's like it's breaking its own rules. It's because they're probably like, well, we're in an area where it snows and, you know, we Fuck. gotta have snow because it's you know Christmas. Christmassy. Although this movie, <laughs> fun fact, this movie uh, was shot on the same set that they were shooting Back to the Future. That's funny. This they used the used it as a uh, Hill Valley, and I think the uh, town in this movie is called Kensington. Oh, look! It looks familiar. Yeah. It's a town that's used in a bunch of movies. Yep. It's just that iconic 80s American suburban town. Did you answer what was your favorite part? Yeah, yeah, I said the special effects. Oh, yes. Pretty much. And well, the and the humor. Hmm. The humor with the gremlins. Yeah, just We like the same comedy, like comedians, but like our movie humor is completely different. You thought Darkman was funny. Yeah, it was. You thought this was funny. I wasn't laughing. I laughed a couple times at like some of the gremlin things, but I was mostly like this. Yeah. And you were like, ah! It was like watch. It was like when I watched f- fucking like uh, a movie. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, uh, Princess uh, Christmas Prince. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going ooh ooh ooh. Ee. Just getting all the spice. It's so cute. I gotta show you a spicy movie sometimes. Oh yay! 
Um, Too bad I've already seen. Basic okay, well, see, I mean, I wonder. I, this actually doesn't make me curious. What's your biggest complaint or criticism or least favorite part? Well, I guess I kind of already said it. Like the movie kind of breaks its own rules. Yeah, but you didn't bit. say you didn't like that. But I mean, it is kind of a flaw. Like they do, they emphasize it so much, but you know, they when it this, really comes out, they're like, man. It just like the, the whole movie just becomes chaos at that point. So it's everything is just thrown out the window. Which I guess yeah, I, which is what felt like the movie was. It was chaos. I guess I kind of like that. But uh yeah, in terms of structure, I guess it's not really hmm. Like even like when he felt like fed him, it just felt like he was just like, "Oh, I'm freedom." And he's like, "Oh no, my clock was stopped." Like <laughs> Why would you feed them two minutes before midnight anyway? What when they keep eating after midnight? Because they're hungry. What when they don't finish? Well, fuck them. They turn into horrible monsters. You idiot. Uh, Maybe your mom's head should have rolled. Learn a lesson. It's just funny when the But dad it's like also like, how do you end it if the mom's head rolled? Like, does the dad come back and he's like, oh, my wife. Like, he dies. I guess he kind of deserves it. He gets gutted by a gremlin? <laughs> yeah. By Gizmo? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Dumb. But uh, it's funny how he just comes in at the end. He's like, oh, what What's happened? On? Why is the town, why is there just bodies in the street? And <laughs> just like children torn in half. And it's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the, the shop owner comes back. The Chinese back. man just comes out and I know exactly where you lived. <laughs> How do you know where you lived? Because <laughs> he's mystical. Because it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> But it's it's so funny how he just comes in at the end. He's like, "You did not have the respons- You are not responsible enough to take care." Like, Look at all these dead people. <laughs> he's like, "I could have stopped it, but I didn't." Because and you he know, just kind of like wags his finger. You guys stole this thing and it killed an entire town of people. <laughs> he walks off into the ruins of this town. Probably just grabs like one of the like people and is just like, mm, this is gonna be a fun thing later, and just keeps walking. Cause that's a fuck. This movie is no, I'm just kidding. Well, Lee, what is your rating for this then? Oh wow! Since you love it, I really enjoy this film. It's been a while since I had seen it, um, so I was thinking maybe it not it might not hold up. Um, but, uh, it, it kind of holds up for the most part, at least for me. I think it's a really fun movie. Yeah, it's chaotic, it's goofy, breaks its own rules. Um, but then the second one just goes even more, like, out with it. So I think both of these movies are just, they're just fun. They just bust loose. So... I guess I'll give this movie an 8 out of 10. Damn. 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 All right. Um, I guess it's my turn for that. My final thoughts on this movie. Like, okay. So my favorite scene, obviously, was... The mom fight like that was pretty bad because at first it's just her being like oh whoo, and they're just like beating her up and she's like scared and all that but then she like grabs like a f- the knives and she's like bring it on and she's like stabs <laughs> one to a fucking like cutting board and he's like ah, God, God. And, like stuck <laughs> there started, like, fucking start. shoves one into like a bread maker and just grinds his ass up and fucking like pops one into a in the, in microwave. the microwave yeah <laughs> That's so great. Which is also like how it fit in the microwave. But <laughs> like they're so big and then they get to the microwave and it's like this big. She just squeezes it in there. It's fine. And then it pops. It's awesome. I love it. And then like one tries to shoot her and she's like, whoa, whoa. And she like matrix shoot block, like, do- <laughs> yeah, like dodges yeah. the shots and then like jumps on her through the tree and she's like stabbing the tree. And like that scene was cool. And then oh the, br- the then, 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 then the sun comes back. 
Um, <laughs> the sun comes back. Would have been better if like the sun's head rolled, and the mom's like, no. Oh man. And then she just goes on a rampage with two knives, just killing gremlins. Subvert subverting your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my favorite scene. I I don't like any of the act characters. I think the the son's just like. He's such a Billy doofus. He's such a doofus. The dad, like I've said, Rand. was there for the bagels. Probably took him there like, for the bagels. Probably took all the excess bagels every day because he was career was not going very well. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've seen that actor. In yeah, he was else. taking the bagels so he had food for dinner. Um, the mom cared, and I liked her character, but she's kind of like gone. She, yeah, because she gets you know. Injured, I guess, by the gremlins, and then at the end, yeah, like I don't remember, like how did she get injured? Did she get like knocked out or something? She had a, attacked through the, with the Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. then she just sits there. Well, Billy comes in and yeah, uses and then what sword. happens after that? Oh yeah, he drops her off with the what? neighbors, not the ones who get steamrolled. Yeah, the neighbors. Who were the neighbors that she dropped them off with? Some random neighbors. I don't I can't even remember that shit. Um, okay, fine. Wrap it up. Yeah, like that was me doing this movie. Wrap it up. This movie also just not gonna end. Not, not gonna end. And you're like, okay. Um, I like the girl, but she, that's just because she's cute. Phoebe Cates. Um, very my like that chipmunky cute type. She's that's in my uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Which is a good movie. I like that movie. It's a great film. All right, all right, all right. That's it's the famous meme. No, that's you're oh, thinking of yeah. Dazed and Confused. God, those movies are basically the same, but you know, they kind of are the same a little bit. I think Fast Times is a little bit more serious. A little bit, but yeah. But well, it, I was wrong. Um, makes me like that movie less. Um, wow, it has a different stoner character, played by Sean, Sean Penn. Penn, which is so weird. It's hilarious. It's like that makes is, it even funnier. Who Sean Penn is now is just like I have a big head. I'm a serious actor with a big. head. He's just like a big blockhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks chin. like literally a Minecraft character come to life. He's all chin. Yep. And back then he wasn't. <laughs> he just like grew. His head kept He's growing. Kinda, he his, had a big nose. His, his this body just didn't keep growing with his head. Jeff Spicoli. His head just kept getting more and more blocky. Is out there for tasty. <laughs> Have you ever seen I Am Sam? No, I said no, remember? We've talked about this before. I have not seen it. I know, but I just had to remind myself, that is insane. How you could go from fast times to that? No, just that you haven't seen that. And also, yes. I think but I, I might have watched it with my mom, like, but you when don't it was like when I it first hit VHS or whatever. I love that movie. I'm going to show you that movie. It's one of my mom and I's favorite movies. Dakota Fanning is great in it. Good old Dakota Fanning. Uh, What's your rating for this for this film, Gremlins? Okay, yes. Um, I'm gonna have to give this movie a four. I, I knew it. Like I just, I just, I thought I might like it. I didn't go into this movie dreading it or think like a horror movie or one of the serious movies you were showing me. I had never avoided seeing Gremlins. I just never got around to seeing Gremlins. Like you can't get around to seeing every movie in the world and all the classics and everything. Of course. Um You don't have to and you don't even have to like those movies. No, yeah. Like not yeah, not everyone likes everything that's a cult classic. That's why they're called classics. Or a classic. Yeah. Just in general. Like, yeah. You don't really like Citizen Kane. No. Um. <laughs> Jesus, what was that? It's like you had a flashback, like a fucking Vietnam flashback. I was oh, like, God. that movie sucked. But <laughs> like, yeah, the more I think about that movie, I was like, damn, that was regarded the best movie ever. How and when and ever. Like, even when coming out compared to the movies that came out the same year. Nope. Like, it only became a good movie. Like, it only got that, like, like, uh... Reputation. Reputation. Because there's also the story of, like, did you know they tried to make it so it didn't even come out? Like, that's the only thing. Like, 
Go listen to that podcast, and I give you a good rant there too. Um, I disagree. I love Citizen Kane. Yeah, but I think most people nowadays, even cinephiles, agree Citizen Kane sucks. Um, it doesn't suck, but nobody thinks it's the greatest movie ever anymore. Not a single soul on the planet. Sure, whatever. Wrap it up. Dead. Wrap it up. I, I did. I gave it a four. Um, <laughs> well, now you right, yes. what your movie is. Now, finally, we're going to get in this. I've been wanting to show Lee this movie since almost the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Because this movie is so random how do i see this movie not like this isn't like lifetime or hallmark it's not weird that i saw those movies because there's a hallmark channel and there's a lifetime channel and they showed those movies all the fucking time and i watched abc family a lot of my movies are from those shits all those like weird random like tv movies this movie is not a tv movie it didn't get released in theaters or if it did it got released in like one theater in portland and Somewhere. one in Skatchewania, Ohio. <laughs> um, like, eh, uh, but I just, it was in a phase when I was like, I was, I had, I was super into anime. Meaning all I did was watch anime, 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 anime. Um, in high school. Well, and I got really into gender bender stories. So once I burned through a lot, all all the like gender bender animes I could find and mangas, I started going like, oh, I wonder if there's gender bender movies. And that's when I found Xerophilia. Hmm. Now, if anyone out of the seven people from Portugal that are listening to this <laughs> um, have ever, like if, if anyone else in the world has ever heard of the movie Xerophilia, Fucking let me know in the goddamn comments because I would be flabbergasted. Um, but I'm excited to show Lee this movie. I think Lee's going to be like, what the fuck I just <laughs> want? I do not think he's going to like it. Um, it's He's just going to be like, what? Uh, when he finds I out, like it. I showed him the trailer and he was just like, what? Like, and the trailer like doesn't really explain what's happening. Oh, this this was the movie that I thought you were gonna show me for a uh, bad movie intermission. Yeah, you were like, oh, oh man, like this would be a good bad movie intermission movie. I was like, no, this is this is the for the main podcast. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I knew it was gonna be a good pick for Lee. When Lee literally thought that I wouldn't like the movie, that's how like Lee's like, there's not a human being <laughs> on the planet Earth who thinks this is passable. <laughs> And this is after I'd already shown him movies like Sorority Wars and fucking just random <laughs> bullshit like that. Yeah. And Lee's like, but Christmas. this. Um, I can't wait to show it. Okay, but yes, that's what we're listening, watching next week. Uh, please, spoiler alert, watch that movie uh, before next find week. find it. Yeah, you're going to either have to. Well, guess what? It's only two bucks on Amazon or you can find it online illegally. Oh, shh. But you can find it pretty easily. Just type in Xerophilia Online Free. Um, but also, if you can, rent it or purchase it because I'd like you to support the movie. Um, but yeah, do nice. that before next week's podcast because I think you're going to really want to do it for this movie especially to help follow along with the podcast. Um, but that's about it. I think we're going to kind of wrap it up. It's a little short for a Lee mo- podcast. Lee's podcasts usually go longer. Um, yeah. It just depends on how animated I get, I feel, because then we start, like, bantering off each other. And this movie was kind of like, guess who for you, for me? I was kind of just like, eh. Oh, the first, the... Yeah. Not the first, the remake. The remake, yeah. The first one you saw. Um, First one was, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, But yes, uh, now, as um. As always, please rate, review, and share the podcast. Please, please, please. We could really use some more five-star ratings. People, If that's what you think we should get, we hope you give us five-star ratings. If you, like, please. Um, It really helps us out. Like, every, like, the more ratings we have, the more people the algorithm 
thinks that is listening to our podcast and engaging with the podcast. I mean, listening alone helps us, and we're thankful for that. But a rating really helps, gives that actual boost to the the algorithm. And and leave us some comments. Like, tell us, share your opinion on these movies. Um, Leave them in on Instagram posts. Leave them on the podcast. Um, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok posts. I mean, leave them where you think you where you want. Um, but we'd love to answer them, and we'd love to see some of them. Um, but as always, you could follow us on TikTok and Instagram at It's Not the Worst Movie Ever Pod. Uh, in the at in our Instagram bio, you'll find our personal Instagrams linked, and my Instagram, you'll find my dog's TikTok, my uh, my my TikTok, Hammer Books. Her Instagram, all those things, all the good shit that you should follow us on all our social medias. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye bye.